that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. Greetings, music fans. This is the I'm In Love With That Song podcast coming to you on the Pantheon Podcast Network. My name is Brad Page, and each episode of this show, I pick a favorite song of mine and we explore it together on our never-ending quest to discover what makes a great song. No musical knowledge or skill is required here, just musical curiosity. On this edition, We're delving into a song by a band that had some success in the UK, but it never translated to the US. Nevertheless, I think they were a pretty interesting and pretty unique band. So, let's explore Bebop Deluxe and a song called Sleep That Burns. We'll be right back after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. The band Bebop Deluxe was really the vehicle for Bill Nelson, a guitarist, singer, and songwriter from Yorkshire, England. He attended Wakefield College of Art in the 1960s and did some recording as a guitarist for other artists and got a little bit of attention for his guitar work on an album by Light Years Away in 1971. Here's some of Nelson's playing on the Light Years Away song called yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
Nelson released his first solo album, Northern Dream, on his own label. It's pretty adventurous for 1973. He pressed up 300 copies, one of which found its way into the hands of the legendary BBC DJ John Peel, who played it on his show, which in turn got Nelson a record deal with EMI Harvest Records. By then, Nelson had formed a band of his own, which he called Bebop Deluxe. EMI signed Bebop Deluxe and released their first album, Axe Victim, in But after the release of Axe Victim, Nelson fired everyone from the band and reformed the group with a new lineup, including drummer Simon Cox and bassist vocalist Charlie Tumahai, a native of New Zealand. This new version of Bebop Deluxe released their next album called Futurama in 1975. <laughs> The Futurama album really established their sound. A little bit progressive rock, a little bit glam, and a little bit of that Roxy Music art rock sound, all anchored around Bill Nelson's brilliant guitar playing. Nelson had also been playing some keyboards on the albums, but for the next record, he wanted to expand that, so he brought in a full-time keyboard player to the band. His name was Simon Clark. But since the band already had a drummer named Simon, they convinced him to use his middle name, Andy. But changing up band members wasn't the only changes on Bill Nelson's mind. He wanted to mix things up on the production side, too. Their first album had been produced by Ian McClintock. Roy Thomas Baker was the producer on their second album. And Nelson wasn't really happy with either of them, so he wanted to produce the next album by himself. The record company, though, thought he was too inexperienced to produce the album by himself, so they wanted him to co-produce with somebody else. EMI suggested John Leckie, who was a staff engineer at Abbey Road, and they felt he was ready for his first job as a producer. Nelson met with Leckie, and they got along great, so they agreed to produce the next Bebop Deluxe album together. Sessions began in October 1975 at Abbey Road. After a month or so of recording, the album was complete, and it was released in January 1976. They named the album Sunburst Finish. 
The album features one of the all-time great album covers, and the record includes the track Ships in the Night, which would become their biggest hit, reaching number 23 on the UK charts, but I don't believe it charted in the US. Like a square peg in a round hole Like a hop without its strings Like a sailor who sails no fortunes Like a bird that has no wings Without God, I am a desert Without God, my light is dim Without God, I have no treasures Without God, I cannot win Bill Nelson, though, has said many times that Ships in the Night is his least favorite track from Bebop Deluxe. So we're not going to explore that one here, even though I like it. We're going to focus on another favorite track from this album, the song that closes out side one of the record, Sleep That Burns. I should mention here that in 2018, the album was reissued as a deluxe two-CD set that included the original version of the album, along with a new remixed version. I debated over which version to use here. I generally prefer to use the original versions, but some of the instruments and parts stand out a little better on that 2018 mix. But in the end, I decided to stick with the original mix. So just to be clear, we'll be hearing the 1976 version here. Sleep That Burns was written by Bill Nelson, like everything else on the album. Nelson played all the guitars and sang the lead vocal. Charlie Tumahai played bass and did the backing vocals. Andy Clark provided the keyboards, and Simon Fox plays drums. The song is about dreams. Bill Nelson said, I had a fascination with how we spend so much of our time asleep dreaming, and dreams don't make sense. I thought of the song as being kind of a movie. And so, to set the stage for our theater of the mind, the song opens with the sound of an alarm clock going off and someone awakening from a dream. If that big introduction sounds a little familiar to you, that's because Bill Nelson came up with that part as sort of a homage to Baba O'Reilly by The Who. There are many layers of guitars all throughout this song. Nelson's main guitar at this time was a Gibson ES-345. The color of that guitar is what gave this album its name, and he uses that guitar on many of these tracks. Let's listen to the guitars on this intro. There are two heavily distorted guitars playing those Pete Townsend chords panned left and right. Sounds like there's also an acoustic guitar or two playing those parts. Then there's a cleaner electric guitar playing an arpeggiated part in the middle. (laughs) 
By the way, if some of these musical terms and guitar lingo is confusing to you, go back and listen to episode 75 of this podcast called The Language of Rock, where we explain some of these terms. There's also a higher-pitched part that sounds like a lead guitar line, but it's actually Andy Clark on the Mini Moog synthesizer. After two repetitions of the intro part, we head right into the first verse. There's a fantastic galloping rhythm to the verse and a great guitar part that Bill Nelson is playing, these upper register triplets played on his guitar. Let's listen to just the instrumental parts on this verse without the vocal. Just a couple of lines for the verse, and then we hit right into the first chorus. No time wasted here. A slightly different feel for the chorus, and Andy Clark's piano comes forward in the mix. Clark is playing the Abbey Road Studio One piano, a nine-foot Steinway Grand piano that no doubt appeared on dozens of classic recordings. Let's hear a little bit of that piano. I like that extra all right in the background there. All right. They repeat the intro riff before the next verse, and Andy's synthesizer part is even more prominent this time. Andy Clark's keyboard parts add another layer on this chorus. I believe, in addition to playing piano, he's also playing a mellotron. It's the very same mellotron the Beatles used on Strawberry Fields Forever. Mm -hmm. 
that takes us to a new section that starts with a darker vibe. Let's just hear that part again, this time with Charlie Tumahai's bass up in the mix. As we mentioned before, Bill Nelson envisioned this song as kind of a movie. He described this next section as a new scene in the dream, where you're sitting in a cafe in some exotic place. Listen, and you can picture that in your mind. I'm sitting in a cafe in paradise Naked as a razor, I'm as loaded as you guys Andy Clark's using his mini-moog again to create some sound effects The band raided the Abbey Road sound effects library and made some of the background noises themselves by clinking plates and silverware together to create the sound of the cafe. The band also gathered around the mic to make the background chatter as well. The waitresses all asked me for my price. I love say I know. This is only dreaming. Andy Clark's playing some nice tack piano here. And then the dream gets darker, as dreams often do. This is only dreaming. So hold me while I'm screaming. The vocals are suddenly doubled and panned left and right. Tell all your friends that you've witnessed the end of the world in a dream. And then the music itself gets dreamlike. The end of the world in a dream. dream. Bill Nelson does some nice guitar work here, recorded backwards. Back in the 70s, there was no easy way to do this. You had to literally turn the tape over backwards and hope that what you were playing would work. Let's hear just the guitar.
downward spiraling piano leads us back into the intro riff and the next verse. Here's another chorus. This time, let's see if we can bring up the drums in the mix. Simon Cox on the drums. The drums are mixed pretty low on this track. It's kind of a bummer. Let's pick it back up at the final verse. There are additional background vocals echoing the lead vocal on this verse. Bill Nelson's added single guitar notes sustained with feedback on this chorus. Nelson lets loose with a great guitar solo for this finale. Sleep that burns. Bebop Deluxe. Bebop Deluxe would record two more studio albums and a great live album before they disbanded in 1978. Bill Nelson's next project was a band called Red Noise, but they only released one album in 1979. Always a restless, creative mind, Bill Nelson's sound and style has evolved a lot over the years. And he's released literally dozens of solo albums. He's incredibly prolific. Drummer Simon Cox went on to play with Trevor Rabin and a bunch of other projects over the years. He's still out there kicking it somewhere. Andy Clark joined Bill Nelson in Red Noise, the band that immediately followed Bebop Deluxe. But again, they only released that one album in 79. But Andy would go on to do significant work as a session keyboardist on some great records. He played on David Bowie's Scary Monsters album, including the song Ashes to Ashes. He plays on Peter Gabriel's So album and the Seeds of Love album by Tears for Fears. Bassist and vocalist Charlie Tumahai unfortunately died in 1995. After Bebop Deluxe, he played with The Dukes, a band that featured former Paul McCartney and Wings guitarist Jimmy McCulloch, but that didn't last long. 
Charlie was born in Auckland, New Zealand, and in 1985, he returned back home and joined the legendary New Zealand reggae band, The Herbs. He was also very active in the Maori community and volunteered a lot of his time. Charlie was a hero to many New Zealanders, and it was a real tragedy when he died of a heart attack in December 1995. He was only 46 years old. Thank you for listening to this episode of the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. There are plenty more like it if you want to check them out. All of our episodes are available on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com, or look for them in your favorite podcast app. You can share your thoughts with us on Facebook or send us an email, lovethatsongpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, yeah, no need to send money or anything like that. The best thing you can do is to tell your friends about the show and get them to listen. I'll be back in two weeks with another new episode. On behalf of everybody on the Pantheon Podcast Network, I thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode on Bebop Deluxe and Sleep That Burns. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.